Well, I can honestly say this month is going to be a shit show because nothing says Valentine's like two grown men talking about rom-coms. So this week, we're talking movies. We're talking 2001's America's Sweethearts and Bridget Jones' Diary. Chris, stop me if you heard this one. Guy goes to a rabbi and he says, I think my wife's trying to poison me. Rabbi says, let me talk to her. Comes back a little later and says, listen, I spoke to your wife for three hours. Take the poison. <laughs> Bridget Jones, wanted sex goddess with a very bad man between her thighs. Um, mom? Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like That Movie? This is the month of romance, so we figured we would do some rom-coms and get it on. So Scott, take us away. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you where you got that. Is that from your movie, the get it on? No, man, I was just like okay. it's romantic, it's rom-com. Getting it on is romantic, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> okay. that's kind of how we ended up there. All right, so the movie I watched was uh, America's awful. Sweetheart. Sorry, sorry, what was that? Um, it was America's Sweetheart. It was awful. Yes, this, yes you were correct. This is the um, the most honest movie I've ever seen. I wasn't looking for it. It just came to me like a bus in the street, or the woman who changes the flowers at our desert house. I can't talk about this film without weeping, Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get it? I oh yeah, I get it. It's a line from the movie. Uh, you should have maybe checked the Rotten Tomatoes rating, like on this movie first. I did. I did. I did. Really? Uh, and the- this is okay. So for all you listeners out there, trust me, listening to this podcast is going to be more entertaining than watching this, this film. And I'm going to step right off with just don't watch it. It's just a waste of time. Um, but it had a 32 from the critics and only slightly better, a 40 percent from the audience so go ahead scott and why the fuck did you choose a fucking such a badly rated movie this is this is one of my guilty pleasure movies so you have actually you enjoyed this film enough that it's on your list of guilty pleasures this wasn't just some random rom-com i just assumed you were like eh, bam and you ended up on this like spinning a globe no, no, like I've watched this movie numerous times uh, since conception, since its inception in and your 2001. Conception, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Actually, you're, um, yeah, anyway, go ahead. I, I just, I really like Billy Crystal. There's and, lots of good Billy Crystal movies. This is not one of them. And he's one of the fucking writers. I know. And um, when this movie came out, I was on like a, a John Cusack like hit like freaking gross point blank hit um high fidelity say anything like I, was, I mean that's all older stuff but i mean that was yeah old identity came out um around then so yeah i was just i was just you know jonesing for his next little hit and then uh i know you're you're talking about the whole rotten tomatoes thing but it was funny because i looked at the 2001 um box office now your film who that it like kills this film in rotten tomatoes uh finished 31st in the box office that year Mm -hmm. do you know what 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 position this movie finished at uh missionary style with the fucking lights on because before Uh, it was 23rd yeah it was 23rd so more people watched this movie than 
than Bridget Jones, but obviously Bridget Jones is, would you say it's a cult? It's a cult, a cult classic hit? and it's a fucking fantastic movie. But before we get that, since because you love to use numbers as a way to like justify your horrible taste in the movies. So what I've got is the box office for American Sweethearts is $138 million on a $46 million budget. First off, I do want to point out, fuck the days when you made a rom-com for $50 million and it tripled its return almost. You know what I mean? Those, those fucking days feel like they're over. Bridget Jones. All the rom-coms go to streaming now. This is true. This is true. So your film was made for $46 million, made $138 million. My film was made for $25 million, which is a lower number, and made $282 million, which is a bigger number than yours. So my film has a better Rotten Tomatoes. Hold on. Rotten Tomatoes score and was a better return on investment. Go ahead. Yeah, 100% because two of its stars were unknown at the time. You had Renee Zellweger coming off Jerry Maguire, Mm -hmm. right? But she, she wasn't a like... A known commodity and you had colin colin firth right well you have colin firth and fucking i'm pretty sure the hugh 20 grant. million dollars it was all hugh grant's salary then why did it make more money it like so yes you, i can understand why our production budget is lower why did ours make a ho- over a hundred million dollars more money than yours i don't know because it's better I, movie. I, i'm well i'm guessing america sweethearts probably um closed or opened later because how can america sweetheart finish 23rd and bridget jones finish 31st if bridget jones made more money that's a good question because i was looking at domestic box office and i'm assuming bridget jones probably hit big worldwide uh yeah yeah, most like most likely you know internationally like europe uk well, so yeah, I mean, it, it op- I, I mean, it opened in France and in the UK, like roughly around the same time. Right. So it, I mean, it, but I would disagree. Like their cast is fucking solid Colin Firth, but some of these people were already bigger in, in the UK, right? Obviously Hugh Grant was already big, but Colin Firth was already a very well-known actor in Britain in the UK. Right. But look at your cast. It's all fucking A-list. I'm well, also- and that right there is what probably 2001. If I'm not mistaken, Julia Roberts is the highest paid actress at yeah. the time. Catherine uh, so Zeta she's, Jones. She's uh, she's another one that's on my list of like, I don't hate her, but I don't see what all the hubbub is about with her. She's a pretty flat like range as an actor. You know what I mean? Like she basically <laughs> shows up and plays the same fucking character all the time. Sometimes hey, she's hey. got a little more potty mouth. Uh, you, know, in, you, know, uh, you know what she has that you don't? A bazillion dollars. And an Oscar. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> and this from the guy who's like, I, I had booked Aaron Brockovich and... was good. It was good. But I mean, she basically just played another version of herself. Sometimes I think Oscars go out to pe- to like people in movies that people are like, I really like that movie. And so they give an Oscar. Like I would actually have to pull up um, what else went to the Oscars. Actually, who else? Maybe our producer can do this. Uh, who else was in the same year for uh, nominated for Best Actress? Because I want to know who her actual competition was. Because, I mean, Aaron Brockovich is a good movie. It's very entertaining and stuff. But I don't know if she needed a fucking Oscar for that shit. But, well, so while he does that, is there anything you want to, like, really, like, dive into on your film or what? Yeah, like... Clearly you fucking me, like it. I like it. Like, I like it. And this, it's to me, good. is how, in my head, I picture every 
Hollywood A-list actor. Like Catherine Zeta-Jones character is in my head how every Hollywood actress or actor sure. most likely no, no, but I want to talk I want to talk about what about the f- movies enjoyable sure that that I can I agree with you on that standpoint she she pulls off the role of herself Hollywood actor I mean I don't think I don't I've never heard that she's actually like a shitty person to work with but like how is the story entertaining it's not very funny you don't really have any empathy or any sympathy for these characters. Like you're not invested in them. One thing I would say that with like Bridget Jones diary, that's one of the reasons it became such a cult hit is like lots of women were like, that's me. Like that's me in that fucking movie. Although, you know, they don't have Hugh Grant, uh, you know, drooling all over them or for them. So, so go ahead, man. Tell me what's so great about the fucking story of your movie. It just, this honestly, this has nothing to do with story. It's, I think it's just one of those that you can put it on Mm -hmm. And you don't have to think about anything. It's just literally like psych gag, next psych gag. Like funny give give me some of the examples. Oh, and by the way, Hank Azaria's Spanish accent has not fucking aged well. Like as soon as that he came on, and I like Hank Azaria. I mean, he's Simpsons, right? Like he's he's a great voice actor. That like Spanish lisp thing that he put on, I was like. Woo, that like that would not fly anymore. Like that would definitely not fly. It was uh, yeah, so bad. but and that's the thing. It's just going back. Why didn't they just like, get Antonio fucking his, Banderas to do it? He's actually fucking Spanish. Because <laughs> they their budget was already high enough. Could you imagine two thousand one <laughs> fucking Antonio Banderas? Yeah, that's true. He was he was top of his game then. <laughs> yeah, give me that so, puss and boost money. <laughs> Desperado, fucking Thirteenth Warrior. What else was he coming? Which you can check out our show on the Thirteenth Warrior, by the way. Oh, there you go. You're learning. Um, But yeah, like for me, like it's just like psych gag stuff. And then you have like these little like cameos, like like the side characters that come out and they kind of just steal the show, like Stanley Tucci, right, as the studio exec. And then um, Christopher Walken as the fucking director, who I think, even though his screen time is probably, I think, five minutes in total <laughs> of that whole movie he just like he just kind of steals it and oh he was he was fantastic watch. as the director i agree and stanley tucci yeah. did a great job so you have these people who are acting like they're doing a great job with their acting and they have no substance to work with like the comedy is not good and i am actually shocked maybe billy crystal's not very good at, at writing i don't know enough of his work that he's done as a writer but like for a comedian of his talent that movie should have been mm. way funnier. Was, okay, yeah, hold, it, go ahead. Hold on. So our producer said, so this so this is who Julia Roberts beat out with Aaron Brockovich. You've got Joanne Allen for The Contender, which is a fucking awesome film, and she does an amazing job in it. Uh, Alan Burstyn for Requiem of a Dream, also a great role. And Juliette Benachet for fucking Chocolat. Um, like... These are some really fucking hardcore fucking acting jobs. I, I know all of those movies, by the way. And, like, the, the transformative roles that all of those people did, maybe not so much Chocolat. I mean, she's pretty French kind of, like, in her aesthetic and stuff anyway. Um, and so, like, Julia Roberts didn't really transform much in Aaron Brockovich. She just had, like, a potty mouth to her and, like, a push-up bra. You know what I mean? Like, I think people like the movie, which it is, highly entertaining, I don't know if Julia Roberts ever really deserved. I would rather see Julia Roberts have a fucking Oscar for Pretty Woman than Aaron Brockovich. Sure. Also um, because Pretty Woman is fucking fantastic film. I hate when they wouldn't let her go shopping. 
<laughs> it's from Romy and I'm, Michelle's I, high school reunion. I know. Also a have you seen um, just sidebar? Have you seen the the Netflix movies that made us the yes. Pretty Woman one? Yes. Like how that movie was supposed to end was pretty fucking dark. I would have preferred that. That's a fucking yeah. awesome ending. <laughs> but um, anyways, back to you know me because you're gonna take over again. Um, yeah, like. Part of the reason I enjoy it too is kind of thinking because Billy um, Crystal wrote this, just kind of guessing who are the people that kind of he envisioned, like who was the actress technically when he made like the character of Catherine Gita Jones. Oh, right? you mean like who are the real life people? Yeah, like my guess for for Walken was at the time 2001 i was like most likely it's fincher right oh yeah the guy yeah maybe who, like who kind just of like living won, in a cabin like, doing crazy shit yeah super dark he, he just what who, who's winning oscar is getting nominated like crazy but his suit like his methods are totally you know against the grain or i was thinking maybe like spike jones at the time oh yeah, it, yeah. Sp- um, i could see spike jones as well for sure so and that was kind of the fun with it and in really this is a movie that does not take itself seriously it's just literally just throw it on like this is i don't i don't think the producers took it very seriously either or the director or the writers or really anybody else in the filmmaking process except maybe some of the actors oh and the grips (laughs) i'm pretty sure the grips and the gaffers they also took it very seriously and the best yeah look at you right trying to be just like no wonder fucking ben affleck thinks you're an asshole right listen if, if if you're gonna have someone think you're an asshole it might as well be Ben Affleck. <laughs> and all our audience. <laughs> and Twitter followers. Everybody else. But yeah, like I think like nowadays, like this was the perfect movie for a little Netflix and chill, right? Yeah, because you get for... to just do the chilling because nobody's watching the fucking Netflix, that's for sure. Where if you put on Bridget Jones Diary, you're not getting any action because you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, and you're just going to wonder why it took so long for Bridget to find love. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know because you only told me the day the movie you were doing for this podcast the day like ten minutes after you we started recording. So, I, like I was saying, thanks asshole because yeah, it's been twenty five years since I've watched that movie. I don't <laughs> even remember what the movie is fucking about. So I mean, I mean, for those who haven't seen Bridget Jones' Diary, she's like thirty two. She's single. It's all set in London, England. Uh, not one in Ontario, although that would be also interesting. Um, and, you know, she's kind of like looking looking for love and it seems to be all in the wrong places. And, you know, she's kind of got the hots for her boss, who's like super dreamy Hugh Grant at the top of his Hugh Grantness. Uh, and she also keeps running into like Colin Firth, who yet again plays like the dry barrister. It's like attorney, corporate attorney or whatnot. And it's not quite a love triangle because, and again, spoiler, it's an old film, but like, she doesn't even know that Colin Firth likes her until later. And then she realizes when he says, I like you just the way you are. Doesn't want her to change. Doesn't want her to lose weight. None of that stuff. And then you find out he's getting married. It's so crazy. Hugh Grant and him have a fist fight. So there's like some fucking action sequences. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, there's incessant amounts of smoking cigarettes because it's <laughs> Britain in... 20 in 2001 so like people were smoking everywhere she smokes all the time eats like horrible food and listen i don't want this to come off as like a body shaming comment renee zellweger is you know very very lean right now uh she looks like she's had a lot of like plastic surgery and 
a natural looking Renee Zellweger is like a super attractive individual. Um, yeah, like she's beautiful in it. The writing is super tight. If you, but if you don't like British comedies, like that dry, 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 like dry, like a martini kind of wit, you may not like it. Right. Because it is very like pointed. Um, but, oh, it's so fun. Like, it's like laugh out loud fun. Um, yeah, I highly recommend this film. You can sit down and put it on and you'll actually get sucked into it. It's not going to be something that you want to be on your phone for. You want to hear the dialogue. I mean, they don't get crazy with like cinematography or anything like that, but they do use a, like an inner monologue. So like she'll be in a scene and she'll, you'll hear her th- like think what she wants to say. And sometimes they'll even play out the scene as if she had said that. And then they'll like cut back and like to react, like perception versus reality, you know, or expectation versus reality. So it's fun. Now, it's a you, really fun movie. So you, you obviously enjoy this movie, but what about the other ones? What about the sequels? So I've never seen Do, the sequels. It, I, it doesn't, to me, it's tight. And it's funny that you asked that. Cause right after I was done rewatching it, I was like, I still don't want to see the sequels. Cause I feel like it'd be like watching boondock saints too. Like it's going to taint it's going to taint the uh, the original picture. This is a good film. Like, that's good. Like, you don't... Like, the other one's called, like, Bridget Jones, Edge of Reason, and then Bridget Jones' Baby. Like, nobody gives... It's like Sex in the City. Like, they're redoing, they, they're redoing it. Nobody wants to see no sex in the country. You know what I mean? Like... Well, Sex in the I, City, I, I, no sex in yeah. the country, because they're, like, old and they've moved out of the city. Like, you see how I did that? Did a so, obviously, you watched sh- it. No, I so haven't watched you, it. You, what are you, what, you're a fucking like. I don't even know what the like fan name for fucking sex in a city city file or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called. You're, you're like I'm on Team Samantha. Fuck it. If uh, well, if, that's, that's true, right. man. If Kim Cattrall ain't in it, if the Canadian, if the Cam part ain't in it, if I the one who dated our it. prime minister's dad and got misrepresented as our prime minister's mom isn't in this goddamn show, Chris ain't in, man. Chris is here at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> anyway uh do you have anything else you want to talk about i mean like i i think this movie's super fun uh if you like british films watch it it's super you know romantic and but it's also not like cheesy to the point of like boring uh again what really well re- read really well written great cast check it out scott yeah, anything uh, from you? yeah 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 i, I just want to kind of continue the conversation for a while because this this isn't going on, but it's more of a getting to know you. What's your rom com scenario? What in your life did you do that, you know, that would be in kind of like a rom com? I think my entire romantic life is rather comical, so <laughs> or tragic, <laughs> black comedy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, and I can't uh, I can't put my finger on a particular situation uh, while I'm on the air like this, so. Unfortunately, oh, there you go. we'll have to get back to that. Uh, just, but you know, on the co- topic of Oscars, before we go, um, Renee Zellweger was nominated for an Oscar for her performance in this as well. So, and you think that was like, obviously she didn't win? She did not win. Wait, no. wait, how did she get nominated for this picture? If oh, because yeah, never mind. Probably Ju- pro- Julia Roberts did not get nominated for America's no. Sweetheart. That's, no, that's what I got. She got it for Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but that's she, all for come me. On, come on, come on. She was in a fat suit in this movie, too. You were talking about fat suits. Oh, that's there's right. Julia Ra- uh, there's I don't Julia think Renee Zellweger was in a fat suit. suit. I think she just put on the weight for the show. 
for the show for the, for the movie yeah for the production see i told you guys this this episode is gonna be a fucking shit show two grown men talking about fucking rom-com <laughs> like i think this is gonna be the quickest episode we've ever done that's what she said And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com. I was watching some interviews for that that movie and Lady Gaga was very upset that apparently her and Sama Hyman filmed the sex scene and Ridley Scott edited like cut it out of the floor. It's not in the movie. So it was like was it because like the sex scene wasn't good or it was like so good he no. just took it home and put it in his uh, in his home studio. I don't know. Director's cut <laughs> Okay. Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.